I was saying to a friend <clears throat> yesterday that I've been feeling like I'm finally back on an even keel after February vacation. It was the kids' vacation. But we did a fair bit of traveling during that time. We went down to Philadelphia for four days. And we were up in Vermont for two days, three days. And the whole thing just kind of threw off my equilibrium and made me feel behind in work stuff. And that's interesting because I think a lot of times we think of feeling imbalanced going the other way, of feeling like, I think stereotypically in our culture, we think that when you feel imbalanced, it's because you're overworked. That's certainly the story that has more, more traction, more value, more screen time in our culture. And I will firmly admit that I'm <clears throat> not overworked, so clearly that's partly why it's not my story. But I also think there's something else going on, which is which is that if we misunderstand how valuable our work life can be in bringing us fulfillment and meaning <clears throat> to ourselves. If you don't have that, it, it's to me it's a sign that your work situation is not right. I've certainly had that. I've had things that on paper looked good, but in practice were not good. And I hated them. And I hated the time I spent doing them. I resented that time. And I felt tremendous weight off my shoulders when I got out from under that. And if that's you, you have my sincerest sympathies. Go do something about it. But when you have a work life that you enjoy, that you love even, even if it can be hard at times, what ends up happening is it's bringing tremendous value to your life. And to disrupt that, even for something good like travel, means that you are, means that you're missing something. In the same way that you would miss, I don't know, your, your routines, if you all of a sudden didn't have your routines, right? You usually went for a walk with your dogs in the morning and all of a sudden you didn't have that because you were traveling. Well, you'd miss that. Same with work. And so, yes, feeling off balance, out of whack, coming back from time away is 
partly and sometimes about feeling behind the ball with commitments. And yet I'm the, I would say I'm the sort of perfect litmus test for this because frankly all of my commitments are loose and fluid and under my control, more or less. And things are late, things are late, and the buck stops with me. So what's really going on? I, I do think my feelings are real. It's not just because I misunderstand the situation. I think it's because my work is bringing something into my life, something valid and important that I miss when it's not there. And I think it's worth telling ourselves that, that is so because it pushes back against the idea that the balance in your life that's so valuable and so important doesn't just come from taking more personal time. Quite often it can come from taking more professional time. <clears throat> now, partly that's because with professional time, in theory, you earn money, or if your money is fixed, it's because you're now finally fulfilling your obligations. If you're on a salary and you're doing the, you take the professional time you need, it's, you feel like, okay, I'm doing the job I'm, I was hired to do. Ask any parent of a young child, and there's a bittersweet moment when they go back to work. Now, some people, it's not bittersweet at all because they hate their work and they wish they could just stay with their young kid. I understand that. And some people, it's not bittersweet because they found having a little kid, being home with a little kid did not fit their personality at all. And, they're just, and they love their work and they're just super relieved to be back to it. For most people, it's bittersweet. And it's bittersweet not because we love being with our kid, but we recognize that we have to earn a living. That's what we say in flex society because it's kind of impolite to talk about finding your work as important as your family. It's, it's especially if you have friends who don't like their work, it can be hard to talk about that. I think it's a real blessing to, to maneuver yourself into a position in life where being away from your work feels unsettling because you get so much out of doing your work. And as long as we recognize that we have seasons in life and that will change and it's important to let your work change so that you can continue to enjoy your work as you grow and mature, then that's a great thing. And, and I think perhaps one of the ways that I can do a better job of going on vacation in the future is to, well, I wonder if, if I led up to vacation, well, two strategies occur to me. One is to bring some work with me Right, so that I can keep scratching that itch a little bit while I'm on vacation. 
That's not a bad thing for someone who's not in a situation where they're overworked. I think if you feel overworked, right, and then you sort of feel forced to take work on vacation, that's not good. But it can be a really nice thing to do some work when you're on vacation. It's like a reminder of what your identity is. And just touching in with that side of yourself. The other strategy that occurs to me would be to deliberately push super hard in the days leading up to the vacation so that the vacation both feels like everything's squared away and I'm definitely caught up and the vacation feels sort of extra sweet by contrast. And now that I'm saying it out loud, that second one, I don't know, I could see the pleasures of both of those things. I, I could both see the pleasure of going on vacation not stressed out, like not having had some big lead up to it. In fact, I'm notorious for insisting if we're going to leave some morning and there's not like a fixed time, but we're just driving somewhere, that vacation starts when I open my eyes and I'm not interested in rushing to pack the car. Drives my wife crazy. And so I could see the pleasure of not rushing, like not going into vacation rushed and also bringing some work with me, but I could also see the pleasure, the heightened pleasure of squeezing, 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 and then relaxing. Now that I articulate it further, the second one carries significantly more risk that if things don't go according to plan externally, that you will feel less prepared to handle it. It's like deciding to fast leading up to Thanksgiving so that you can appreciate the Thanksgiving dinner more and then the whole thing is delayed two hours because of some technical mishap. You're going to feel really upset because you're going to have anticipated the feeling of getting this release and through reasons that are not up to you didn't work out so you know if you work really hard with the idea that you're just going to relax utterly on vacation and then someone's sick you need to step up to the plate right life happens you're not going to get that contrast and that might sting so hmm, now i've kind of talked myself back around to that first strategy of trying to remain always on balance like a like a martial artist who comes back to that center of stillness and from there is able to move in any direction. Whew. It's not particularly cold, but it's foggy and the fog just chills everything right down. Thank you for listening. <laughs>